This week, we're in the final part of creating your podcast. So we're looking at two key aspects. One is content planning. So effectively how to keep your content going week to week. And the second thing is technique improvement. How to make your podcasts even better. Hello. Thank you very much for letting me into your earbuds. It's an honor and a privilege for me to welcome you to Business Souls. The podcast which helps you maximize your magnificence by exploring one topic about business each week for 10 minutes. So without further ado, it's over to me to start the show. Hello and welcome to episode 28, Content Planning and Technique Improvement. Hello, business souls. You'll be glad to know that this is the last in the mini-series for podcasts. And if you're not glad, well, I certainly am glad because it's been a long road to get here. We're going to cover two key aspects, as I said in my introduction, content planning. So essentially how to plan your content so that you never run out of things to say. And as we discussed sort of in some of the early episodes, it's really important to niche down with your content, but you don't want to niche down so far that after a couple of weeks, you essentially run out of something to say. So it's really important to sort of understand how your content's going to kind of pan out. And we're going to go through that. The second thing is technique improvement. So essentially what we're looking at is three sort of sub areas within that. So improving the way that you actually speak. So we're going to be looking at three key areas within there, pause, pace and pitch. And I'll go into those in more detail. Improving the way that you record. So understanding perhaps if you were to buy a new microphone, what type of microphone you might want to buy and improving the way that you edit. But before I get into that, excellent firms don't believe in excellence, only in constant improvement and constant change. And that's by Tom Peters, an author, and he wrote the book Thriving on Chaos, amongst many others that he's written. And I think it really does describe what we need to be doing, constantly improving. And that's really what this episode is all about. So what I want to do, first of all, is go into content planning, just to go through what the kind of things you need to be thinking about are in order to make your podcast constantly have ideas and not get into the situation where you're really struggling to get an episode together each week. So the first thing is ideas. Now, when you first put your podcast together, I said to you, one of the key criteria for going forward with your podcast is that you've got at least 20 episode ideas. So you have got that. Now, you need to be also utilizing as your community grows, you need to be getting engagement from them and getting their ideas as to what you want to cover, because the more engagement you get and the more they say, do you know what? I'd really like you to cover this. And maybe you'll get a few people that will say the same thing. Suddenly you find that actually that is really, really going to help formulate your ideas. And, and maybe they'll even come up with stuff that you've, you've never even thought of. Now, I always go back to my gin podcast because, you know, I've got a very sort of thriving community in that. And I, I, do, I don't necessarily get so much from the community, but what I do 
get is as I interact with the community, so I meet sort of more people and people that I've never, you know, had never heard of until I'd spoken to somebody and that person said, oh, you really ought to speak to this person or they maybe interact with that person. And I think, oh, actually, that would be a really good idea to, to kind of go forward. So you've really got to keep up with your community, keep up with the news that's going on in, in your niche, and that will help you fuel ideas. I think it's also very good to group ideas together. So try and come up with a mini series. I would caveat that by saying my mini series on podcasts probably was too many. Really, I would try and keep it to sort of two or three perhaps episodes. But it's it's really important to do that. The great thing about having a mini series is you kind of know what's coming for the next few weeks. So it's been really great for me because I've just known what's been coming for the last effectively 10 weeks. And for example, for me, I it also means that you kind of know what your next podcast is and you can kind of start to plan ahead. So I know, for example, my next podcast is going to be on communication because it's something that I feel very, very strongly about that a lot of companies are not communicating properly either to their clients or to their staff. And it is really important and that's how you can kind of lose people so you can tell that I'm already getting passionate about this subject already but this is going to be followed up by a mini series on how to communicate and we're going to go into a bit further detail on some of the things that I'm going to mention in the voice kind of improvements a bit later on which is pause pace and pitch the other thing is Look at your calendar. And I think this is really, really important. And it may sound a bit odd. Now, I don't mean look at a calendar for your particular appointments. I mean, look at the calendar for world days. Now, there's an awful lot of world days out there. So I never knew, for example, there is World Gin Day. Now, I should do because I talk about gin. Really, this was the first year in 48 years that I realized there is a World Gin Day. But there's also a World Negroni Day. There's there's so many different world days. So it's really worth brushing up on those because those are going to really help you maybe formulate a few episodes. What sort of conferences are coming up in your niche or meeting up meetings up are coming up in your niche? Those again could be something that you can actually cover. And are there any world events affecting your niche? you know, COVID and all that kind of thing at the moment. Think about, are there, is that affecting them? You know, what, what could you speak about to help people out? So I think that should give you a few ideas on how to get some episodes together. So I'm now going to look at improvement. And as I said, I've broken them down to sort of three key areas. So the first thing I'm going to look at is voice technique. So one of the best things to do is edit your own podcast. I know a lot of people say you should outsource your editing and I agree possibly you should later on but when you first start I really think it is worth editing your own podcast and why do I say that? Because you can really be your own critic when you're editing. You can listen and go oh I wish I'd done this or I wish I didn't say so many ums or I wish I didn't say I I, I for example always I'm always saying so I try and cut it out but I'll be like so blah, 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 blah. 
And you also need to think about your pauses as well. But I won't say too much about that. And and also find anything that you think is particularly annoying, because if it annoys you, it's more than likely to annoy the people that you're talking to. So let's go into pause, pace and pitch, which I think are the three key things that are going to really help you other than listening back to yourself. So pause. Don't be afraid to pause. Don't be afraid to have silence. Silence is absolutely magnificent when you're editing. And that may sound a bit odd, but if I can't quite think of something, I will pause like that. And I can always edit that out. I can always make it. But you can't edit out something where you kind of talk to over the, uh, talk to over yourself like that. You can't do that. That just there's yes, you can edit it, but it's going to sound really, really odd. But if you pause, it is much, much easier to then edit that kind of thing out. But you should also pause for dramatic effect as well. You know, when you're public speaking, I would always advise somebody when you first start speaking, and I do this myself, look around the room and don't say a word. It's the hardest thing you will ever do, but your confidence will go through the roof. And sometimes when you're talking on podcast, you do need to make that pause. The next thing to think about is pace. So try and think, and this is the best way that somebody described to me, try and think about your speaking to a friend. How would you speak and what pace would you speak at? You're probably going to be speaking fairly consistently, and that's what you want to do on a podcast. You don't want to speak really, really fast, but you don't want to speak really, really slowly. You want to find the pace that suits your podcast. Now, in certain podcasts, you know, if you live, listen to somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, he speaks very, very fast all the time. And that's just his style. And that's fine. That works for him. But what I would say is what you need to consider is what works for you. And if you have a podcast that it perhaps, I don't know, is very, very slow for some reason, then by all means speak slow. But don't do what a lot of people do and speak really, really fast just because you're scared and you want to get through the podcast. Always think about what pace works for your podcast. Now, there's a lot more to these pause, pace, and, and when I'm coming on to pitch later on, but I'm not going to get into those in this podcast. You're going to need to listen to the, not the next podcast, but the podcast after that to hear those. So the final one is pitch. And essentially what you're trying to do here is you're trying to speak as naturally and consistently as possible. It's not the same as pace because pace is really governing the speed. Pitch is making sure that you're keeping at a consistent level, but you're not sort of tailing off. So the last thing you want to do is tail off your sentences. Now, it works really, really well if you've got a noise gate, which is a, a sort of technical item on your mixer because if you've got one of those essentially if you stop speaking then the noise gates will shut and essentially when you start speaking again it takes a bit of time for the noise gate to open so i find it's one of the biggest things that that really helped my pitch because effectively you've always got to speak in a reasonable voice to stop the noise gate from shutting down you also got to think about the way you're speaking. So what you want to do is try and articulate your words as much as you can and don't mumble. I also find, and I'm seeing it now, 
in the in my peripheral view i can see my hand moving back and forth because i'm trying to keep a certain pace and pitch all the time so what i want you to do is concentrate on keeping consistent as much as you can concentrate and thinking about you're talking to a friend so now let's look at recording technique which is kind of my next kind of improvement area so if you can try to do the episode all in one go if it's a shorter episode so if it's sort of 10-15 minutes try and do it all in one go now when you first start that may not be possible so if you can't just do a segment at a time so do your new segment stop do your main segment stop do your last little bit you know your call out to your community stop but try if you can to do your main segment all the way through if you get one sentence wrong don't worry about it just pause gather your thoughts repeat the sentence i do it all the time it's a bit annoying when you come to editing but actually what you'll find is it's much much easier to do that rather than re-recording your podcast and finding perhaps that you go wrong in the same place the other thing is practice 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 that's the best way you're going to improve your recording technique also you need to start recording much earlier than you think and i know a few times when i first started recording stuff i would not push the record button time so i'd be starting to speak and actually i'd cut my first words off in which case i then i had to re-record it so to always try and think i need to push record pause for a few seconds and then start doing your recording the same goes for when you finish finish your podcast wait a few seconds and then hit the pause button or record button again to, to stop the recording make sure also that when you're going to do your recording you've set up your levels you do not want to be changing your levels throughout the recording you can do that in in when you're editing at the end but don't be changing your levels work out your levels now the best word i found to to create your levels is the word toast so if you say toast you'll find that that will give you a good idea as to where your level should be and as I said, once you've set your levels, don't adjust them. The other thing is think about how you're going to record and perhaps your equipment. So as you gradually improve, make sure you're reading around your subject, as it were, and understanding you, when you are going to upgrade your equipment, what is that going to give you? The most important thing I would say is make sure you get a really, really good microphone. Don't skimp on the microphone. You really want to have one that's specific for podcasting because essentially what that's going to give you is you're going to get quite close to the microphone, but it's not really going to hear, as this is the microphone hearing, it's not going to hear any other extraneous noise. So actually quite a lot can be happening around you and the microphone is only really going to pick up your voice. So I would really think about that when you're picking your microphone. I'm not going to go into recording equipment, but obviously as you improve, you'll find that it gives you more features. So for example, I record on something called a Rodecaster Pro 
And that is absolutely fantastic because it gives you loads of extra features, which makes your voice sound much, much better. And, and when it records my voice, I just sound so much better before I even start editing. And that kind of nicely, neatly brings me on to editing. So you really do need to think about editing in a multi-track environment. So if you use something like Audacity, that will give you multi-track. That's kind of a free version that you can use on Windows or the Mac. If you've got a Mac, I would strongly recommend my... If you've got a Mac, my strong recommendation would be to use GarageBand. But if you can afford it and it's not that much more, get Logic Pro because it's going to give you so many extra features that it is totally worth buying it. Always make sure that you have separate tracks for each voice. What does that mean? So ideally, when you're recording, you want to be recording on a multi-track environment. So either recording directly into your computer. Now, obviously, there are some issues with that, which I explained where effectively it can record some of the internal noise within the within the computer, although they're getting a lot better now. But it does mean that you'll be able to record in a sort of multi-track. If you use a mixer, that's fine. The only problem with a mixer as opposed to a multi-track environment is it will record the voices. And as you mix, effectively, it'll all get recorded to one stereo track. And that's what you'll be output. So if you want to then change something, so for example, uh, let's give it, let's give a real real life example. Whenever I record an interview, generally that's usually at a reasonable level. When I record my voice, I always need to add a bit of gain in in the editing side of things for my voice. If I've recorded it onto a using a mixer. And then I've mixed that down and it's going to a two track recording. So effectively a stereo recording. I won't be able to adjust my levels. I just have to adjust the levels of the whole recording. So that's why I would always say if you possibly can record to a multi-track recorder and have separate tracks for each voice. Always add EQ and gain when you're in your editing mode and if you can and your editor supports it add a noise gate this is particularly important if you're recording as i did the other day via the uh, a standard telephone because effectively what it will do is rather than you having to fade down all the time to cut out the the noise that you can inevitably hear when you're recording a phone call effectively the noise gate does that for you so it just saves you an awful lot of time and I've only really found it very very recently so I've spent an awful lot of time taking out a particular voice for a particular period of time so for example let me let me explain that in, in more detail Let's say I'm asking a question and you're recording. So recording my voice, not a problem, but recording the person on the other end, either via Zoom or Zencaster or something like that. So another piece of software that you're using. Essentially, when 
at the other end, so the, the person, so I'm asking a question and the other end, the person's not saying anything, it is picking up a load of extraneous noise that you don't want to have. If you've got a noise gate, it will just cut that out because it will just see that as silence and just close the noise gate. So it's really worth, if you got that opportunity to add that, because it, as I said, it will save you an awful lot of time and means you don't need to fade down all the time to cut out that person and then fade up. If you've got, um, again, a piece of software, the other thing is quite often what you can do is copy the previous episode, which actually saves you a lot of time when you're editing. So I would really strongly recommend you do that. Also, when you're editing out sort of ums and so's and all those kind of things, sometimes you will find that you need a natural um because it kind of works. And sometimes you'll be able to edit it out, but you just need to really practice at doing things. So if sometimes when you edit it out, you'll, you'll go, do you know what? That just doesn't sound right. So leave the um in, in that case, but you will just learn over the time. And I've had to learn quite a few techniques to get better. As I said, I did a telephone recording this week. Normally I'd use something called Zencaster to, to do my podcasts or Zoom. And it, it's a much better recording. But in this case, I wasn't able to do that. So I had to record directly a phone call. So I had to learn some additional audio techniques that I needed to put in to make the voice sound much better. So with all of this, and I'm sorry, I've gone a bit long on this. The most important thing is have fun with your podcast. If you're running out of ideas and it's not fun anymore, stop. And all that's left for me to say is thank you very much for listening. I would love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, you can do so at Business Souls. Like it sounds, Business and Souls and Souls is S-O-U-L-S, either on Instagram or Twitter. Or if you want to get in touch, you can write. Or if you want to get in touch via email, then you can do so podcast at b-souls.com. So next week, the importance of communication in everything. And all that's left for me to say is, remember, you're not a number. Be unique. Be you. Be amazing. And above all, be a business owner.